Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Hello and welcome back to Growing Up Female. It's series two. I'm now a mum, um, but it just means that this podcast means more to me than ever before as I'm bringing up my own little female, Macy. So to start off series two, I've got two amazing guests. We've got the fabulous Lucy Meck and the gorgeous Lydia Bright. They're joining me today together to share their pregnancy experiences and to talk a lot about their body image and growing up in the limelight as young females, as I can imagine it could have been very challenging at times. So when we recorded this podcast, Lydia was pregnant, um, but she now has given birth to her beautiful baby girl. So without further ado, here's my episode with Lucy and Lydia. So today's episode is a little bit different to our other episodes. We have two gorgeous ladies here. They're best friends and they're both pregnant. Lucy and Lydia, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having us. So we're at Lucy's house, so it might sound a little bit different. And Lydia's foster sister's here, so you might hear some chitter-chatter in the background. Yeah, she normally sings. (laughs) Not screaming, but she'll start singing to herself. That's better than a cry. Doesn't make sense, but... Or she might ask for cheesecake. Yeah, or cheesecake. (laughs) So I want to say congratulations to you both. You're both pregnant. And Thank obviously you. Thank you. It's not been long since I, I, I was pregnant, so I know the feeling. It's amazing, but it's, it's tough, isn't it? It's tiring. It's hard to... It's hard to... When you, you're both so energetic and stuff, when you feel tired and you can't help it, I find that frustrating. I don't know about you two. I think well, I think Lucy had it a lot worse than me, so you can take the floor on this because <laughs> she really went through it. I think the first 12 weeks is the hardest thing ever. And no one really tells you how difficult it is. I think because everyone experiences it differently. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And for me, it's like I've been hit by a bus. I I knew I was pregnant really quickly because I just couldn't keep my eyes open. I had every symptom, pregnancy symptom there was. (laughs) And I had no energy. You were the same, Lid. We had a three-hour nap every afternoon if we could, if we we weren't working. Did you you have headaches? I had such bad headaches the first 12 weeks. Migraines. I almost felt like for me it was just like I had a hangover it yeah. was a 12 week hangover weeks. it was a 12 week hangover like I felt like it for a while see mine I felt I did feel bad for the first 12 weeks not as bad as Lucy she had it a lot worse than me but I did feel like exhausted um 
you know, the hungover feeling and nauseous, but I wasn't actually sick that much. Um, Lucy was a lot worse than me. But everyone went to me, oh, once you hit 12 weeks, it all changes. Don't worry. And I hit 12 weeks and it didn't change. I thought, (laughs) oh my gosh, I'm going to be one of these horror stories that feels rubbish for nine months. But then for me, after 14 weeks, it all changed. And now, like honestly, sometimes I forget that I'm pregnant. Oh, great. Um, I still get tired. (laughs) You don't mean you go to to Ibiza and go to No, No, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I'm not saying I forget and then start raving and down in Zambucas. But sometimes, yeah, like I just, I'm a bit oblivious to it. And then I look down and I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. Second trimester, right? That's when they say you start getting your energy back. Yeah. We're both second trimester. But yeah, for me, I I was panicking. I was going to be one of those horror stories. And I literally hit 11, 12 weeks and it was like, I woke up one morning and just felt normal again. Yeah, it's crazy. I opened my fridge without puking in it. <laughs> like, it's, and like, I was like, oh, soap, this, everything. Like the smell of soap, the smell of flowers. I couldn't go in a supermarket. I couldn't wow. go in a restaurant. Like, everything yeah, made me sick. you got everything at once, didn't you? Oh yeah, I was sick about eight times a day. I'm glad you don't still feel like that. I That'd feel sorry awful. for all the you women. Because you both work so much yeah. as well. So All the really women hard. get it for nine months. I honestly take my hat off to you. And yeah. I don't know how you have any more children afterwards. Because there's nothing wrong. There's nothing nothing worse than that feeling I've never felt anything like it it's literally like waking up and you're like oh hangover again yay without even being able to enjoy the wine no fun night before (laughs) the first trimester honestly it was so hard to do anything and I cancelled so much work so yeah like I take my hat off to these women that still got on get on the tube in rush hour I know that's what I, I thought I felt I really bad complaining they it at the beginning. Yeah. because I wasn't doing that I don't know yeah. and they're like eight months pregnant and they're still jumping on yeah. the end so even that but also the beginning bit when no one knows I think people yeah. are too scared to wear their baby on board badge before their 12 weeks because let's face it you always bump into someone you know on the tube yeah. and there's still that thing of not really telling people before 12 weeks yeah how do you feel about that obviously you're actually it's hard because you two obviously have to keep stuff private the life you lead but I was very open because I thought well if I did miscarry I would share that too because I'm very open yeah and that is the only reason why people don't talk about it at 12 weeks that's I think it's a very dated thing I think there's a few different sides to it and I understand both sides but I actually had a bit of a, a not a rant as such but I spoke about this on social media that I, I think it was that brilliant it's, that you actually did speak. But about I it. just I said, if we're not telling people we're pregnant until twelve weeks because of the risk of miscarriage, surely you want the support. We're mm. all different, so some people might want to deal with that on their own. Yeah. But I know personally, if I'd kept that to myself and that happened to me, um, I I would have really struggled. So mental, yeah. my, my mental health would have been, you know, really affected, and also your boss wouldn't have known at work. Your colleagues that no would, no one would understand why you're so upset. So I think. Actually, I totally agree. With sharing you. it with someone or close friends and family. I'm not saying at one week pregnant you should announce it on Facebook, <laughs> but I think that it's important to talk and tell yeah, people I because so. if something did happen, you're not alone. But also, and we're never alone. No, but also I do think that the first trimester, your hormones are everywhere, and I know this this gets thrown away around too often sometimes, and people might be frustrated. But I did feel a little bit like depressed almost yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. trimester because my hormones were like like just balancing out and like just everything was just a bit crazy so much to take on so yeah. much to take on and I did feel like just down the whole time and it was hard that I couldn't explain why right. I was feeling that way and like I'd go to work and I didn't have the energy and then I wasn't like my normal like 
bubbly self like I've always been known for talking a lot and and I couldn't share why to be honest towards the end though of my first trimester I was just telling people yeah um because I'm one yeah, of these people. Like a relief. Yeah, and I'm one of these people as well. If something's wrong with me, you know. I've, I, well, I've shared the majority of my teenage and adult life in We're the public eye. Um, but I'm one of these people. If I'm upset about something or something's getting me down, I have to talk about it. Otherwise, I do get myself like in a bit of a hole. I'm a very open person, and the way that I get over things, or if I'm feeling a little bit sad, the way that I feel better is by talking about it and getting people's opinions. Like, I feel like my Instagram's therapy sometimes. Like mm. I'll do stories and completely almost forget that people are going to be watching it because it's me getting that off my chest yeah and then I end up getting I mean I, I haven't my following is nothing like either of yours but I still get flooded with all these messages of support and I completely. just find it amazing yeah I get more of that than the negative oh completely when I put my announcement out there that I was having the baby and maybe it wasn't the, exactly the circumstances that I thought that it would be because of you know me and the baby's dad were not together and I was so nervous about putting that out there and how I would be perceived. And I'm so glad that I did it in a nice way. And, you know, it was like done tastefully and I could put my story out there. And do you know what? Up until that point, I was really like sad and like, mm. like felt a little bit down because of it all. And after it came out in Hello Magazine, the support that I received off of women that have been in similar situations, you know, women that like a, a single mums now but also like women that have got their partners and you know but like I received I'm not even joking thousands and thousands of dms and honestly after my article came out I was like the happiest person in the oh, world good. I was so excited for my pregnancy because I was a bit like nervous still up until that point mm. so excited for my pregnancy so excited for the future and I just said like it's the power of sisterhood and that yeah. we all scream about how negative Instagram can be but in that There's point in my positive. life Instagram was so positive for yeah. me. I do think that if social media is used correctly, it's the most powerful tool we have in this yeah. generation. Like, because I think I that it, there's a lot of negatives, but actually, it brings people together. It helps Completely. small businesses. It motivates people. It inspires people, and we all support each other on there. Absolutely. So many women would write to me as well and say things like, "Oh, I'm in a similar situation to you," and um and seeing your Instagram and seeing your posts you know that it's like giving me like strength and like and asking and that me, gives you strength yeah doesn't it and asking me questions like and, me you know yeah I'd write back to as many as I could because of you know that's I think that that's a powerful it's tool it brings small, people in do you know it's even small things together. for me that I've noticed like I was going to buy a car and I put it on social media and then all the mummies came out in force and went don't get it yeah. it's not practical for a buggy <laughs> oh it's not practical you for ca- so ca- much from car seats and I was like oh my god I was about to sign on the so, dotted line and buy yeah. this car and it's things like that that have really helped me but also I'm using social media to inspire women that they can um, to exercise and that it is safe because that's been my number one thing in my dms yeah um is that i ask people, her all the time as well don't i because i think it's just that thing i think people are scared and people have said very negative things when they've seen me um, exercising but i think it's due to fear and them trying to protect me mm. and also things that they might have been told a lot of them by their midwives and things and obviously if you are told by your midwife i think you you were told you couldn't train yeah um, when you was pregnant obviously don't but you can, other than that, you can train, you know, it is safe and you should be moving and it actually helps your recovery and helps your labour. Do you know what I think Which it is? Which we want all the help we can get yeah. there, right? You know I think it is. I think you get so many mixed messages about exercise in pregnancy. Like I'm told one thing by 
my midwife, then I'm told another thing by a PT, another thing by a teacher of a class. So I always, I'd like message Lucy, like, can I do this? Can I do that? <laughs> but so I think, I think it's are. good that she... Do you know what? There's so many mixed messages and I don't want to give advice over here, but I think do your research. I think it's good to be cautious. I think the number one rule is kind of, you can do similar exercises until 13 weeks. And and you, like, you know your body better than anyone, I think yeah, as well. Like there are people that do say go running still like weeks on. That's something I'd feel comfortable with. Um, I think you get a motherly instinct yeah. as well that if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Well, if I, you, if you were, do. I sent this voice note last week to Lucy and I went, I'm really upset. I can't run anymore because of up until about like a week, two weeks ago, I was really doing not as intense and not like like heavy weights and things, but I was still training quite a bit. Um, for me, like I... I find it really hard taking my foot off the pedal so I was training but I was like adjusting my training like accordingly mm. but I was still running and um you know I'd asked and it was okay if that's always what I did and I've always run yeah um but it got to yeah last week and I sent Lucy a message I went I can't run anymore I was on the running machine like for like three minutes and I nearly peed myself <laughs> and it was oh, like the gosh, most uncomfortable yeah. pressure she's on your bladder yeah and also so you know being, and it's also being that out of breath is yeah. not advised when you're pregnant Lydia <laughs> keep that oxygen flowing I know so now I can't run anymore and it's very but you sad know what? do you know what it's I love about this podcast so far I haven't what? had to haven't had to ask any questions I know do you know what <laughs> Connie's looking at her questions I'm thinking oh my god I've just gone on a tangent on something else she's probably fuming at me no, yeah, <laughs> no, it's nice. It's flowing, but they're flowing into each yeah. other. Or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. no. Keep going. You're answering loads of them. That's but I think, anyway. yeah, I so do think fine. with exercise though is listen to your body. The first twelve weeks, I would say my mental health struggled. I was struggled as well, the same as Lydia. But yeah. mine was because I couldn't do anything. Yeah, and I was so used to training three to five times a week, and then I gave it a go. I really did, and I would just feel really faint because I was being sick so much. Yeah, so I would be, I was being rest. sick when I was training. I thought, you know what, Luce, just give it up yeah give it a rest relax it's not forever it's just a small yeah. period of time and I think acceptance that your life is going to be very different as soon as you look at that little stick that tells you you're pregnant you have to accept that life has changed yeah and you have to you know you might be a bit more tired your life isn't going to be the same as it was before but just go with it yeah and as soon as I did that I just went oh relax, relax. and you can always walk that's yeah. something that everyone can do yeah like if you need to get out Mm-hmm. just walk even and if swim that's good for your mental health yeah well. swimming's good swimming's good i went swimming this morning oh good girl lids <laughs> baby classes but baby yeah, swimming i mean i didn't really get to swim because i had this one with me but so let's rewind i want to talk Sorry. about no it's fine gone off on a... i no, just won't it's... ask you anything about your pregnancies now because i know everything i'm joking do you know what though we might have to just pause for a second because i've just realized that she's pooed <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> she has i can smell it can you yeah. we need to get used to this we okay. just pause for like two seconds Sorry. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. So I want to rewind back to um, your teenagers. I feel like both of you may not have had like a normal teenage life. Would you agree with that? Because you grew up on TV and everyone sort of knew well we, what we thought was your business. Yeah, well, so we would have been 18 when we started. It was two weeks after my 19th birthday. 19. I started towing. Yeah, so like our late teenage years. Um I think, well, it's hard because of, like, it was just so, it was our life, weren't it, really? So we went from, are you sure we were 19? Yeah, 19, definitely. Because I basically, I went from school and then I had, like, a couple of jobs, but I never, I've never really had, like, a full-time job because then I went into Towie, like, quite soon after my A-level. I'm pretty sure you'd just finished a season um, in In Marbella. Marbella, Yeah, working in a bar. (laughs) I can imagine that. I was working as a waitress. <laughs> I did. I did. I did two years in London, London life, and I'm really yeah. happy did that I did. Did you do fashion or something? Yeah, I worked yeah. in fashion. Um, did you do your A levels then? I did one year. Okay, of so that's what. Yeah. So I would have done my A levels two years, and then just under a year of like jobs, but like nothing. I stuck out very long. But, but it was, in, it was terms of, in terms of being a teenager, in terms of like your body image and stuff like that, I guess being on Lucy being on TV having people having all this opinion on you was it more about how you looked or was it about the actions you made on tv or was it both um do you know what I would say when I started I wasn't necessarily the most confident person in the world but I had a lot of confidence compared to about fast forward a year onto being on tv my confidence just dropped because you suddenly I think there was no instagram then but there was twitter Mm. and you suddenly had all these opinions of people and we were young and I don't think you think you're young at the time but a, there was a lot of pressure. Um, and I think that made, yeah, that I would, I would say being that age and people telling you straight to your phone how you looked all the time. Looking back, I probably wasn't old enough to deal with it. Do you think it would be worse now with Instagram and how social media is even, yeah. even hotter? I you think probably, it's harder I now. I think it was worse with Twitter. I thought when Twitter was around. Really? But there was no filters. You, there was no, all these amazing pictures. No, that but everyone in terms does now. of trolling. Yeah, trolling. Because of, yeah. I think it, trolling, it was easier to troll with Twitter because of people used to have opinions on what happened in the show. But if it was on Instagram, say it was like a picture of like, I don't know, like me and my mum on Instagram and I'd been having an argument with my boyfriend. It wasn't the, the what they wanted to troll me about wasn't relatable to the picture. Do you know okay. what I mean? So it wouldn't really make sense them commenting on that picture with with negative um, negative conversations about something that's completely unrelatable to the photo. Yeah. So whereas Twitter, I feel like it was just, it's kind of just like verbal diarrhea. Whatever you think, you can just say it and it's not like it's got to be relatable to So many people can jump on on Twitter as well. Mm. Yeah, so I thought that, I felt like Twitter used to get more abuse than Instagram. But when Instagram became very big, it was after 
I'd left Tawi really. Okay. I think it made us grow up a lot faster. Yeah, yeah. you do grow and up quicker. I think that you go through phases in life a lot quicker and you just, and you have to grow a thick skin. I think that was... Um, yeah. I think you're only a year older than me. And I feel like, you, I feel like you're older than me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I why. I feel like when I joined Tawi though... Do I was, you feel like you're both quite mature? I feel like I'm quite, yeah, I feel like I'm mature. I feel like I definitely grew like, up, I think, I before... Couldn't date anyone my age. as well, aren't you? I think like... Be- got property. Before we did the show, my biggest worry in the world was having enough money in my um, pay package to buy a 25 quid dress from Topshop and have enough money for um, five gin and tonics that night and a cab home and a was McDonald's on the way back then? home. It- yeah, I work full time in London, but I mean, they were your only worries. Yeah, and then, yeah, I see what you mean. And then as yeah. soon as you go from that life, which is very quite a simple life really, and then you go to all these worries of the media, of magazine articles, people saying horrible things on Twitter, you just have to learn to grow up a lot quicker yeah and also the industry isn't that nice you have to learn who you can trust and we didn't realize at the time but we were very naive mm, to trusting people and how the media how the industry worked and i remember second series of Tawi, i was told you should probably get an agent now and i was like why i didn't really understand Stand, how yeah. it all worked yeah. yeah so you've learned a lot quicker you do yeah i think you, you, we grew up a lot quicker than probably like our friends and like the average person at our age because of so much happened in such a short amount of time like in terms of like opening businesses at very young age because we had to use the platform really that we were given to like capitalize on mm. because of Tawi in itself we never earn an, a good income from no. the only way is Essex you know that's public knowledge there was always stories coming out about our pays and stuff our pay wasn't good at all but the whole reason for doing the only way is Essex is the platform build a brand. and the exposure so we all opened businesses very young um you know and like both of us were quite young when we got our properties um and also as well like some of the life experiences sorry if you can hear her it's all right that's her thing she likes to sing so cute <laughs> oh, she's so cute um, but uh yeah but but yeah and a lot of we grew, we did grow up a lot quicker because of things but i you know like there are there was like obviously like the negative sides of things with media and stuff like that but i loved my towie journey i did and i think you know there were times where it was hard and the trolling and you know which we got at times you know I think both of us were quite lucky in the sense that we were always quite liked by the public um but there were times it was more like your relationships yeah there were times with certain storylines where we didn't always come across very well See, that isn't like a normal teenage life because I didn't go through any of that but one thing I reckon we probably do have in common is body image and confidence and yeah no matter no matter where you are, what you do, I think women do struggle with their body. See, I've never really had a problem. Haven't I'm going to be completely no, honest. No, that's great. It's refreshing. I've to never hear. really had a big problem with like body well, image. I would say a lot of that is down to the way you're brought up and your mum and yeah. the confidence that she instilled in you. That's amazing. Like, I've never mate. felt like compelled. Obviously, I was on Towie and a lot of like our peers around us that like, had like their boobs done and things like that. Like when I was young, like when I was 16, I was like, oh, I want big boobs. But I've never, I never really struggled with like wanting to alter my image I've always been into my exercise anyway that's something that my mum encouraged on all of us from a young age so I was a dancer from when like I was as young as like three so all throughout like my school life I always exercised anyway and then it was just something that naturally I wanted to do when I left school and I've never really I've never really 
worried about it. And do you know what? The only ever negative times that I have got bad press from my body image is at times they used to say that I was too skinny. But mm. even when they said that, it never bothered me. Because no. you I'd know be you're like, strong. Oh, well. Yeah. And Lucy, you haven't always been into fitness, have no, you? I'd, so what made you get into it? I got a really unhealthy lifestyle. I mean, we were used to we were used to filming, um, and it was long hours, pizzas, you know, crisps, Convenient. the sweet bags. Like we used to nick the crew's food, and like <laughs> it was always rubbish. And drinking on like a Monday and a Tuesday, and you just, I just got quite bloated. But um, I never got. I never got huge, like I never got overweight as such, but I got a lot of cellulite. I was really lethargic. My skin was awful. Um, and I had no motivation to do anything. And I think also for me, exercising was part of my mental health journey that I needed to do. So I started training with Cecilia and obviously now we own um, Results with Lucy together, uh, seven years on wow. from when we met. And um, we, uh, it just changed. I just started training with her and it just changed my life. I was so much happier, so much more motivated. I did lose a bit of weight, um, but actually I lost quite a lot of weight at the beginning. And I think that was due more to stress, stress of the show, stress of the pressures of everything. And I got really close to like getting surgery and things. And it's one of my, I'm so happy that you I never did it. Yeah. I'm so happy and like, I'm not anti-surgery as such, but I think that it's such a massive decision. And I think a lot of the time we make these huge decisions when we're in a really bad place. And actually at 19, 20 years old, committing to boob jobs and fillers and things like this. I mean, when your body's still changing as so, well. So yeah. what advice would you give to a girl maybe listening to this who wants to change her body surgically? I would say... I would say um, speak to people first, find out how your mental health is because I think a lot of the time we do things like this. A lot of my friends, it's been after breakups or mm. when they've lost their job. or And also um, I think don't, I wouldn't consider anything that drastic when you're so young mm. because my body has changed. So I used to like, don't get me wrong, like I'm not like voluptuous now, but I was always very up and down my body shape and it wasn't really like till maybe like three or four years ago, like I'm still, I'm still like, I'm naturally petite anyway, but like I've started like getting like, like more of my hips, like my boobs are definitely bigger now compared to well, when I was young. Well, definitely our pregnancy boobs. After, yeah, Can you imagine boobs. if we'd had boob jobs? Because I've, I've gone from a B to an E and I'm only 21 weeks. Yeah. So I dread to think how large you're going to get. Your body changes so much when you have babies. <laughs> Lizzie, you posted a picture the other day and Ricky went, cool, Lydia's definitely pregnant because <laughs> your boobs look amazing. <laughs> they literally... They're huge. So even that, huge. you don't, you don't, you're not in that mindset at 19 years old of when you're going to be pregnant. So I just yeah. think, imagine if I got a boob job and then later got pregnant. What, what would my boobs be like? <laughs> You'd fall over with gravity. But, um, I think you know what. You know what. I think there is a place for surgery. Um, when it was originally invented, you know, it was very rare for people to get things done. It was usually when they were older or they had something that really bothered them um, for years and they thought long and hard. But I think I would really consider it. Don't just go into it without doing your research on your surgeons, talking to friends, having a little check on your mental health and how you are, how you feel before you get anything done. Mm. Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> so how do you both feel about your bodies now you're pregnant? It's obviously, ma how much does it change your body? I love my boobs. I don't want them to go. <laughs> do you know what? I look down and I'm like, who are you? Who it is, is really this? really nice to have like big boobs for once in my life. Um, yeah, I really don't want them to go. But they my wait, body... They wait for a while, don't worry. Yeah. Do you know what? It was really weird. My stomach stayed like quite flat 
but my boobs and my bum grew massively. So people were like to Do me... Do you look like a Kardashian? Yes. People were like to me, have you had your boobs done? I was like, no, but I couldn't tell them that I was pregnant at this point. But my boobs and my bum grew quicker than my bum um, than my bump did. How funny that is. Yeah. So you see, every, every woman's different as well. And this is why it's so important that even when you're pregnant, not to compare yourself to other pregnant women online. Yeah. Because we're all so unique. And that's another thing. You go, oh, you know, oh, I, I wish, you know... I was just bump and nothing else changes. But, yeah. you know, everyone's different. My bump is very small. I know that. And people tell me that all the oh, time. No, no, oh, no, People love a but comment. Do you know out. what I love but about Lydia's bump? that doesn't bother me. No. What I love about Lydia's bump, we recently went on holiday for a couple of days um, to Greece. And we when we got there, I was humongous compared to her. And I'm a week <laughs> behind you, aren't I? Yeah. And you were a bit conscious about it, weren't you? I was just like, it wasn't that I was conscious about it, but I was like, I was like, oh, I'm so small and is it going to come out? But also, it's nice it's so because funny, you are pregnant and you want people to see your You're pregnancy. conscious yeah. if, you're too, if you've too big you're conscious if you're well too I didn't small. bring any yeah. bikinis because I said to Lucy I was like well if I wear swimsuits they cling on to me more and then I look pregnant because if I just oh. wear bikinis it looks like I've just put on a little bit of weight like, Lydia's got a full <laughs> six pack over her belly I've still got abs no, it's, it's incredible to be fair, it's, it's going incredible. a little bit now but I've still got yeah the abs because they say that they just move they so outwards they yeah. move outwards so like now yeah I've got like abs but here on the so side. once you've given birth you'll have to do some specific um, core workouts yeah. to get those abs back but, together. but you, might not, you might not get a gap I only well, had a I, one finger gap. I feel like my abs are here, but I do feel but like they're disappearing as I'm getting bigger. Everyone's has to part. You yeah. Your abs have yeah. to part, but it's just hilarious that yeah, you still is. have abs. That's funny. Mm. Results good shows you. Good sign of your fitness. <laughs> yeah. So you've both been on the Tavi journey together, now motherhood journey. How yes. does it feel? Is it? I bet it's so nice to be sharing it with your best mate. Yeah. Do you know what? I would have been, I would have felt really lonely without yeah. it. I actually sent her a voice note she yesterday did. saying, oh. I'm so happy we're doing this together yeah. because there's so many changes that no one even tells you about I mean before through. she sent that voice note she sent me another voice note beforehand saying is this happening to you I'm not going to say what it was but she was like because <laughs> it's a little bit graphic but she was like is this happening basically, to you basically I got the first signs of milk uh, yeah okay, <laughs> I won't I was, say anything else yeah but it's not quite milk at the beginning and she like asked me and she was like has this happened to you yet and, and then I was like oh it's not I don't know I don't think it's happened <laughs> and then and then she sent me a voice like, oh I'm so glad that we're in this together because it is nice because we can like ask each other questions yeah. can't we and support yeah. each other and you you do feel lonely if you're on your own when you're pregnant because you can't yeah. go out or the girls go out for a meal and you can't drink you you still do feel a little bit isolated so it's nice that you're in the same boat completely oh my gosh yeah. and, it, and you you didn't plan it let's get the record straight no no, no. we didn't plan to it together actually if it wasn't for Lydia telling me she was pregnant the night before we started filming Celebrity Hunted I would don't I don't know how long it would have taken me to know I was pregnant yeah she called me the night before and said Luce before we get there tomorrow and start filming I need to tell you you might have to look after me I'm not quite myself I went oh my god you're pregnant aren't you and then I got off the phone and I was like my boobs really hurt I've been sick this morning and yesterday morning um I think I might be pregnant as well yeah Amazing. I planted the seeds yes I think because and I love how you did celebrity hunted pregnant oh my, can you believe it we I were, don't know how you we did were that fugitives on the run pregnant oh, with morning sickness brilliant. and fatigue brilliant crazy Right, so I'm going to round it up at the end of each episode. Oh, well, we finished already. Oh, sorry, was that really too No, I loved me it. And Lid, me and Lid can talk. Yeah. Fun. Me and Lid can talk for England. That's you, like 40 minutes. Basically, yeah. basically me, and Lid, me and you, Lid, talk too much. I didn't even much. have to say anything. I felt like great. I've only been here for five minutes. That's, that's, what, that's what we want. That's yeah. what we want. So I asked um, all my guests 
three bits of advice I'd give their younger self, or it could be what you'd give your your child, your daughter, your son. Ooh. I don't know. So three bits of advice you give your younger self or your child that from from your life experiences, basically. I think one my main one would be um, worry less. It's always going to be okay. It always works out. It's always worse at night. Next day is a fresh day. Look on the positive side of everything and try and worry less because everything works out in life. Yeah, that's a really good one because I think that that's a thing growing up as well. Like I used to worry so much. I actually think since I've become pregnant because of I naturally am a worrier, um, but I think since I've become pregnant, things don't phase me as much as they I've used to. I've noticed that about you. I was yeah. saying to Lucy, I feel like you have you. Yeah, you've I noticed said, that. From yeah, me. Oh, I, I, I said it before you came that you you seem so empowered. Mellowed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you have this aura straight away that um, nothing else really matters anymore. No, you put things into perspective. Absolutely. Things you worried about before. Yeah. We're going off on a tangent again. Give so, right, okay. my, my <laughs> advice would be... Um, I think just go with life and don't make too many plans because I think this is part of my, like, natural being a worrier. I'm, like, a massive perfectionist as well and I have, like, these, like, big, like like dreams of what life should be like and I think the reason that I worry so much is that if things don't turn out exactly how I thought that they should be and you know if not not the perfect dream then I stress myself out about it and I worry so much about what other people think the whole time I think this is all women I think this is a great advice it is all women. I'm exactly the same as mm. that but I think you know don't don't stress about life not being perfect all the time. Perfect doesn't exist, does Perfect it? doesn't exist. And really, actually, I'm just going to put it's it boring. out there. We've made a career from our lives not being perfect. <laughs> People liked watching us because of our well, ups and downs. they can relate downs. to you, which goes to show that life isn't perfect. No. People like watching the ups and downs yeah. because it's relatable. And, you know, sometimes things don't go your way. And, you know, sometimes things don't go out exactly how you plan them to be. But so what? It's there just a different journey. There might be something journey. better coming that you didn't think yeah. there would. That's what I always think. Exactly. Um, exactly. I had, do, I had another one. This is actually a really good piece of advice. Oh, I we've think, got to get three. Mummies, um, mummies as well, but in general, I think, and this someone gave me this advice is take everyone's advice and say thank you so much for all your advice. I'll take it on board, but do your own thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about what everyone else That's says. Exactly what, how I live my life. Yeah. Make yeah, your own rules. Someone said that I've to me because that. I've already had loads of people telling me what I what I can what I should and shouldn't be eating yeah um what I should be doing when the baby comes like you have to breastfeed you have to do this and you know I had I haven't decided yet what no. I want to do and I think actually take everyone's advice but have a really good solid response ready for everyone like yeah. that just thank you so much I I'll to, take it on I board. have to be yeah. really firm because the breastfeeding didn't work for me I did it I, I just pumped into bottles we're and, all different aren't we yeah and I thought because I've got massive boobs I would literally be able to supply like the whole of <laughs> England <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it just doesn't work like that I literally thought it, milk like, anyone yeah selling it but yeah and it didn't so you know I just had to what you just wasn't producing it or not really and like Macy was only 5'12 my boobs are huge I couldn't, her. See, I couldn't see her yeah. I had to hold a boob if you've got smaller boobs you don't necessarily have to hold your boob yeah. so I had to hold a boob and a baby it was just too much Yeah. so I expressed into bottles day and night and then it eventually runs out. So she got three weeks of breast, breast milk and then I moved on to formula. And I could have felt really guilty about that, but I'd done my best. Yeah. 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 Well, there's loads of reasons women can't breastfeed. Well, and I think you should never judge. Yeah, now. we completely... But now we're on to... We're rounding this up and now we're on breastfeeding. <laughs> I really want to try and breastfeeding, but Joe, yeah, We'll come back to breastfeeding. Once you've had the baby, we'll see what happens. Okay, oh, we'll yes, do breastfeeding. this is true. Right, another piece of advice I'd give to my younger self. Um... 
this is a hard one, isn't it? It is so hard. Um, okay, another piece of advice. What advice would you give to your sister then? Like, oh, that's, that's Romana, my younger yeah. sister. That's a good way of doing. Um, she's a very similar character to me, Roma. Like, so so similar. She was on podcast series one. Yeah, one. that she worries, worries, worries as well, and she's exactly the same as me at school. So she's just done a GCSE, massive perfectionist, like. Uh, she was the same as me we both sat in like study 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 because it's like we've got so high expectations on ourselves. and I think that yeah I would probably say the same thing to her just try your best in, but like enjoy your like enjoy doing things in life and don't put so much strain on yourself the whole time to be the best mm. because you know that's that's what I was like growing up I was very similar I to think her as well, the best and the perfect life doesn't exist anyway no and just in like enjoy it when you enjoy something you become the best thing anyway, yeah and you're yeah, at least you're having exactly. fun doing yeah. it yeah a massive thing that I would say to her as well because of it, this was a massive thing in my life and probably like the best memories that I've got of my life growing up as a like teenager and well young adult as well is to travel like it's so important and I'm so glad that I did that because obviously now I'm becoming a mum not saying I can't travel but like like get your backpack on and like go and see the world and you know slum it meet people step away from technology you know open your mind open your mind because of I think for me that was the biggest like learning experiences in my life was when like just traveled and like met loads of people and you know immersed yourself in different cultures so I always yeah I always encourage her to do that my brother who's 21 he's actually going traveling in December um, he's bought a one-way ticket. Um, and I that's think that that's, that's a big thing that we've always, like, me and my my eldest, I mean, there's so many, I'm like, oh, my brother, my sister, my, brother, my older sister, me and her, there's only 13 months between us and we went together and we've always gone together. But we've always encouraged to our younger siblings, like, make sure that you just travel. Like, don't worry about, like, earning a career, um, earning money and having a, a massive career and stuff like that. When you're young, just try and get out of your system because you can't always do it once you've got, yeah. like, mortgages, responsibility children. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that was actually quite a good one. So you got two there that. and you could travel. Was oh, okay, good, because of pressure's off. I think off, travel is a great one. <laughs> Last one. Well, oh God. Only if you've got one, you don't have to. Your first. But one I think great. I kind I mean, of said kind of, it to the first with the surgery. One, you, know, the you kind of did it well with surgery as well. Yeah, and, and just not to worry and not advice. To worry. So you've done two. You said like I've done two. I'd say one other thing. I'd say, and this is a daily thing to do, and everyone should do it. Is never focus on negatives of you or that day because it'll always be a bad day. If you focus That's on nice. the positives, like I'm, a, I'm alive. I've woke up. I'm gonna have a cup of tea. I'm gonna meet a friend for lunch. They're like. Think of all the positive things and how lucky you are rather than going, oh, I've got up. Oh, I've got a spot. Yeah. Oh, my hair looks rubbish. Yeah. Like, I think if you change your mindset, your life can be so much better. Yeah. I love that um, one. But yeah. Thanks so much, girls. That was a really nice ending, wasn't it? That was. So nice to see you both. And you. Blooming, I think say. we need to come again because we've got so much to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> Take two. Thanks, girls. Thank you, darling. Thank you, Connie. Thank you, Lucy and Lydia, for an amazing start to Series 2. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 